health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. Few things are more frustrating to a parent than when your child lies. This time, we're going to talk about adolescent development, lying, and what parents can do about it. This is Dr. Matt Woolley, clinical psychologist and assistant professor at the University of Utah. Recently, I spoke with a mom about her adolescent son who was caught lying, and uh, she was really kind of worried about it. He was lying about where he was, and uh, the interesting thing was he actually had permission to be over at this friend's house, but he and his parents had set up this rule where um, every time he would go somewhere new with his friends, he would text or call in on his cell phone to keep parents kind of apprised at kind of this real-time change in his in his position, I suppose. But he he decided one day when he was over hanging out at a friend's house, and again, he had permission to be there, that uh, some other friends showed up and they said, hey, let's all go over to the other house. And so they went over to the other house. And if he's to be believed, and there's no reason not to, he uh, they were kind of doing normal teenage stuff. I think they were playing Xbox or something like that. And then eventually they went back to the other house and then he went home. Now, the, the issue here is his mom uh, had uh, heard from a friend that they had all gone over to the other house, uh, one of her friends. And so she was concerned that uh, he hadn't checked in. So when he came home, she said, hey, what did you do today? And he said, oh, we were over at so-and-so's house and we played Xbox. Did you go anywhere else? And he said, no. So that's the problem. And she came in, we talked about it, and she was very concerned she said to me, why didn't he just tell the truth? That was that was her her question. And her second question was, you know, am I going to have to worry about this? And do I have a son who's going to be a chronic liar? So uh, we're going to come back to see how that story ends after we talk a little bit about how lying and development work hand in hand. In uh, clinical psychology, we understand that a child or adolescent's developmental stage uh, plays a huge role in where and how and why they lie. Puberty for most kids is starting at about age 10 nowadays. And so 11 and forward, sixth grade and beyond is a great time to realize that your child, whether you want to admit it or not, they're heading into adolescence. Uh, fantasy and reality, right and wrong, these things are very well known to children as long as they have normal uh, cognitive development. Um, but some other things are happening here that are different than childhood. They're really looking for ways to protect or create their privacy, establish independence, avoid embarrassment, uh, spare other people's feelings. They're still wanting to avoid punishment and chores and things like that. Um, and uh, they also are wanting more. Children are going beyond just what uh, is usually offered to them at home or with parents. They're wanting things and they're wanting activities. And so they're looking for ways to get those needs met. And that's a little different in adolescence. Uh, you know, um, when they all of a sudden have friends who have everything. I Apparently, my kids' friends have everything. Indoor, outdoor swimming pools and the best cell phones and all those things. So that's a time to uh, be aware that those needs are also trying to be met by your child. And so you have to take that into consideration. Well, let's talk about adolescence. That does get to be a little bit more scary for parents because adolescents are a lot more like adults. They're a lot more purposeful. They do know the difference between right and wrong, uh, and sometimes they make bad choices. But keep in mind, they are trying to get different needs met in a way that they've never had to do before. They have an increased need for privacy, independence. They want to have social acceptance and social status. And the prime developmental aspect of adolescence is identity development. Who am I? And sometimes lies are temptations in order to get to, to elevate that status to where they think they want to be. 
Um, it also is a great time of uh, trying to have independence from parents. And so they may lie to get some uh, uh, distance from mom and dad on things like grades or other responsibilities. How do we handle this as parents? Well, the first thing I really think is very, very important with adolescents, instead of jumping right into the I'm disappointed speech or the consequence of taking the keys or the phone, is find out the reason for their lie before dishing out the consequence. Consider some of these developmental tasks we've mentioned and ask yourself or even talk with them about why did they lie? What's the purpose? What need are they trying to meet? Uh, if it's a need for more privacy, you might consider that. You as a parent, especially if it's your first child, may not be used to giving them that much privacy because you've been used to having them be your little kid for so long. Uh, if they want more independence, you as a parent might consider uh, safe and healthy ways to allow them to have more independence. Uh, it's scary to let our teenagers have more independence. My uh, 15-year-old just got a job for the first time this summer, and it's interesting to see myself go through some of these things as they're gaining more adult-like uh, responsibilities. Being embarrassed, having that social status and social identity, uh, we have to not just dismiss that. You try to remember when you were a child and remember how, or a teenager, and remember how it felt to either be accepted or not accepted by your peers. And that's a, a big driving force in adolescent dishonesty. Uh, and probably the biggest one is uh, problem solving. I would say that this is the best time you have a child who their cognitive development has gone from what we call as a child concrete logic. Just one thing equals another. They have a hard time taking another person's point of view, seeing the gray areas. But now in adolescence, they are developing that ability to take uh, another person's point of view, to consider alternative explanations for things. And so it's a wonderful time to help teenagers learn to problem solve. So again, before we dish out the consequence, which there needs to be one, let's start with understanding why they lied. Number one, what's the developmental purpose? Number two, is this a time where we can use some problem solving? And the way I recommend to do that is a specific technique called the Socratic method. It's the technique of asking questions to elicit thought by the person who's listening. So, for example, as a parent, let's be honest, we know better than the teenagers. <laughs> we just do, right? Whether we learned it the hard way or not, we know better. But just telling them the answer is not a great technique. The best thing you can do as a parent is by asking a question. What would be a different way you could have met your need, Johnny, besides lying in this situation? Let's talk about some possibilities. Let them try to come up with some answers, and then you fill in the blanks as they miss points that you're thinking of. But by discussing with them, problem solving with them, understanding the need they were trying to meet, you're doing a couple important things. Number one, you're um, getting more to the heart of the issue. You don't have to worry about your child growing up to be some, you know, hardened criminal uh, liar as an adult if you understand why they were doing it. Number two, you're helping them learn to problem solve and consider alternative ways to meet their need that are honest and meet with your approval and social approval. Number three, it's using your relationship. You're actually strengthening your relationship with the teen uh, instead of uh, damaging it, perhaps, by yelling or having an angry confrontation. And the last one is they are much more likely to accept the consequence if you've gone through this patient process with them because they feel bonded to you. They still want to please you, even though they're a teenager and not a seven-year-old. So it's important, in my opinion, to go through each of these steps. So now... Let's go back. We have the mom that we talked about earlier, and she had the dilemma of this uh, teenager who, who lied, 
Let's talk about that. Now, um, in my opinion, the reason uh, that that he lied was for more independence. That seems to be the developmental task. It seems kind of obvious that he was wanting to be able to have a little more freedom to come and go. Now, it's important to point out this teenager, I believe, was 16 at the time and not 13 or 12. And so as a parent, that makes a big difference. How much freedom can we allow this child? But he was the oldest child. And I think that's one of the reasons that mom and dad were keeping such a tight leash on him. My brother, I'm the oldest. My brother, who's 10 years younger than me, it was like he grew up, you know, like on his own. He could do whatever he wanted, it seemed like. Whereas I felt like very uh, repressed from all the rules. Um, So uh, parents, we do a great job of over-parenting with that first child. So she realized that maybe she could allow this 16-year-old who hadn't demonstrated uh, really uh, disruptive behavior, uh, a little more freedom, and that his lie really was for for that purpose. So a more direct approach would have been appropriate for her when she confronted him. That goes back to the don't set him up uh, point. She kind of set him up to lie by saying, where were you today? What did you do? Because she knew full well where he was and what he'd done. And that put him in a position of having to consider, should I lie or should I tell the truth? So we talked about in the future, she ought to say with a 16-year-old, hey, come on in here. There's something I want to talk to you about. I found out where you were today and and I want to, I want to have a conversation about why you didn't check in. That would have been a much more direct um, and mature approach for the child. Um, she also realized that she never really did any problem solving. She just got upset with him, uh, took his phone and gave him a grounding consequence or something. So what we did is we talked about how to go back and sit down with him even after the fact and use more of a Socratic approach, questioning approach. So later that night she went home, they sat down, she talked about, uh, she asked him questions. Well, so, you know, tell me why you lied. Why didn't you want me to know? Why didn't you check in? Uh, what were some other ways you could have met that need? And they decided that if they'd been talking about his feeling different than his friends and having to check in so much that they probably could have avoided this whole situation. And uh, the feedback I got later was they were able to compromise on how often he checked in. It still made mom and dad feel comfortable and they knew where he was and, and it made him feel like he had a little more independence, which was probably age appropriate. Um, not all uh, lying situations turn out this well. I know some of you are listening and saying, yeah, but boy, if it was that easy, uh, we wouldn't be uh, calling the psychologist. Uh, some kids learn early on to lie to meet their needs and it becomes an ingrained pattern. There are times when you might need a mediator like a psychologist uh, or other type of therapist to help you, but these are developmental tasks. So regardless of how uh, difficult this problem of lying has become, or regardless and regardless of the age of your child, uh, in my opinion, it's a learned behavior that can be unlearned by teaching the parents skills, practicing those skills, and really ultimately helping your child feel like they have uh, a different way of meeting their needs. So I hope you as parents and other listeners will understand that a lie is not a lie is not a lie. Lies depend a lot on a child's developmental age and the purpose behind it. And as a parent, if we understand their developmental age, we feel like we have a few tools, we can actually bond with our child, help them learn other ways of meeting their needs and have a much better relationship. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.